Hello, everybody. Welcome to Riding the Pine Podcast. We told you we'd be back more consistently, and here we go. New Year, new us, two times in a row. Back with my boy, JP Supes. How are you doing? I'm good, man. 2020 doesn't even seem real. Dude, I was thinking about this just today. Y2K was 20 fucking years ago. <laughs> that was like the biggest worry in the world. And I know, but you remember are. it very vividly, right? I do. I was even on uh, Mountain Time, so I got to see most of the world uh, turn to the 2000s before, okay. and nothing was happening. And I was like, well, that was pretty anticlimactic, but... I'm glad we're not dying. I was in I was in Kansas at the time, and me and my friends, well, like my parents' friends, all had a party, and I was there, and their mm. kids were my friends, and uh, we hit the breaker box, and turned off all the power to the house. Genius. Yeah, um, they were not happy. Well, they didn't know what time it was. Exactly. <laughs> was it 1900? Was it 2000? Who knows? No one Could knows. Nobody no. knows. <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah, that just made me feel old as shit because like i have <laughs> i have vivid memories from 20 years ago and i know that's like not a whole big deal because some people have a lot more than that whatever that's what i'm saying and i'm sticking to it yeah it just means you remember mostly the big events over two decades yeah it's nuts and <laughs> now that I we're mean, in a new decade too i mean september 11th was 19 years ago yeah wild it's wild man it's fucking crazy uh, all right well we're not here to talk about time <laughs> this is not a time podcast that would be a very boring podcast it's a sports podcast and it's a great time of the year for sports it is man i'm seeing all these lists uh which kind of getting annoying now but it's all like best players of the decade best plays of the decade yeah and it's it's pretty exciting, and when you watch it, you're like, I remember most of these plays from like 2010. I can't believe that was 10 years ago. Kind of same thing we were just talking about, but uh, what was also crazy is like, oh, I was on deployment. I didn't get to see that. Like that's not even a memory of mine. Like the Saints winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Don't, don't even remember that because I never saw it. Yeah. Oh, that that was my thing with Tony Romo. So I started when I got off, left, you know, being on the ship and had more time. Mm-hmm. Um. For those of you who don't know, we were in the Navy. For those yeah. of you who do know, sorry for repeating ourselves. <laughs> uh, and somebody was like, oh man, Tony Romo, he's so good. And I was like, what are you talking about? That dude sucks. <laughs> and it turns out, I looked up his stats for the years that I missed football season. And it was like, oh yeah, he actually had some pretty damn good years. Your memory was the playoff game against the Seahawks when he dropped he, the snap. Yeah, where he dropped the snap, exactly. To yep, hold for the game-winning field goal, and then uh, you watch him try to run it in, and he never had the, the best wheels out there. No, nope, not at all. But you know, he's from Illinois, uh, mm. so there you go. He was also like dating Carrie Underwood, and then Jessica Simpson. So how could you not like the guy? Yeah, and his wife is an s- absolute smoke show. So I ain't gonna hate on him. I ain't <laughs> gonna hate on him. So uh, this is impromptu because I forgot it was a new decade. We have an award show coming up, but I'll just ask you a quick question. Mm-hmm. Player and team of the decade. Player all and sports. team. Wow. 
Um, it's tough. Ah, oh, man, baseball, basketball. It's tough not to say that one of the teams of the decade is the Patriots. But I mean, uh, yeah, that's where I'd go. If not them, Alabama football. Ooh, that's good. I didn't think about college. Yeah. Alabama's good too. So those are my probably teams. Uh, players. Yeah. I'm not a you know I'm not a Seahawks fan, but what Russell Wilson did his whole career the last eight years is pretty amazing. Uh, some people don't even have him as a top five quarterback of the decade, which is wild. Um, and Tom Brady won four Super Bowls, I think. So. Those are probably mine, or you could say Nick Saban. I stick with the college Alabama thing. Yeah, I think. I mean, it kind of sucks, but I think I'd go Patriots and Tom Brady. Just yeah, just because what he's done for so long, you know, the entire decade, the entire decade. Right, and that was the second decade of his career. Yep. <laughs> so yep. he's uh, done things that no other quarterbacks ever done. As much as I hate to say it, I think that's I think that's pretty true. Yeah. Well, what um, you just said is definitely true, but I think that the, the player and the team of the decade is the Patriots and Tom Brady. Okay. I yeah, and there's not much argument about that. I mean, stats, those kind of stats don't lie. You can say he cheated this and that, but whatever. You still have to be pretty good, damn good, even if you are cheating <laughs> to get <complete laughs> to win. Exactly. exactly. I'm sure every team is cheating in some. I got into an argument about at work the other day about this. Somebody was like, "They're cheaters. They're cheaters." Like, dude, every team out there is cheating. Mm-hmm. They're just the best, so everybody pays attention to them and tries to catch them. You always That's try not- to bend the rules as much as you can. If you're not cheating, you ain't trying. Nah, yeah. I mean, everyone tries to bend the rules. You try to, you do it when you're a little kid. You try to, like, don't touch your brother. You get as close as you can without touching them. You're not breaking the rules. You're just trying to get as close to, to that line as you can. That's really what they do. And then sometimes I go over it, but I think every team tries to, to bend the rules a little bit. Yeah, and I don't think it was ever anything that made them like as good as they are. Um, no, no. Yeah, it's not like they all their players are on HGH or something. No, no, that's uh, that was a baseball issue of the last decade. Correct. <laughs> Which I was a big fan of. Take all the Roy's you want. Actually, not in baseball because I like small ball. Anyway, we'll move on. I just thought that'd be an interesting question, but even though I kind of knew the answer before I asked it. No, yeah, I mean, it's it's good to see and make sure that uh, you're not delusional. Oh, yeah. By saying, uh, oh, it's the Eagles because they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, shut up. You're from Philly. Go throw st- snowballs at Santa Claus, asshole. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I think the thing about... Um, I think the thing about the Patriots, they're just so easy to hate because their personality is, like, so shut off. And people just love to hate things that are good anyway. And that I don't helps. think, I don't think we're, we're ever going to see anything like that again. No, man. I mean, even the, the Cowboys dynasties in the 90 and the Niners weren't like this. Nope. Uh, I think another thing is they're from Boston and Boston sports fans are suffocating. And uh, yeah, that makes it a little harder too. Boston sports fan from Boston. From Boston. Okay, I'll give you that. So people from Boston. <laughs> yeah, people from Boston just suck. It's like people from New York just suck. And so they're sport- it's people from Philly. They just yeah. suck. I hope you're fucking listening to this, Lydon. <laughs> he will be. We'll make sure. 
<clears throat> that's true. I was just talking to him the other day. So All right. 2020, uh, can you, I guess we could talk about like the big things, but we're going to have a little award show. But before that, uh, we could talk about like the, the champions that we saw. I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah, uh, I think, um, well, well, I'll start with hockey just because. Yeah, that's a great like, one. Pretty much the first championship of the year. And I think it's crazy because we saw one of the greatest regular season teams of all time. And then they just got demolished in the first round of the playoffs by like a team that squeaked into the playoffs. Yeah, the the Lightning. They they started off that game. I think they were leading like 3-0 after yep. the first period. Yep. And that was their only good period of that whole series and they got swept. Like how does that happen? You score like 130 points and then you're out in the first round. It's insane. That team is so good, man. They're yeah. they're, they're so stacked and they But the thing is is so is so is Columbus. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't have the playing time together, which made them so much worse, but straight up talent on the team. I mean, Columbus was really good, but yeah, I, you know, if you would have told me even odds, 50 bucks to the lightning would have win the championship. I would have taken that bet. Oh, absolutely. And what was crazy was not one of the top seeds in either of the conferences uh, won the first playoff series. Yep. The number one and two seed for each conference lost in the first round, which Absolutely. is crazy. Absolutely crazy. But it's it's what makes hockey great with the the parody and uh, the Blues were in last place a year ago, essentially. Yep. Uh, t- today, like a year ago, and they end up making a run and winning the cup, and think. God, they beat the Bruins and that little rat Brad Marchand, man. So as a as a Blackhawks fan, I absolutely hate right the Blues. But it was one of those series where your two of your hatreds are vying for which one you hate more. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, I got that way with the Browns versus the Cardinals this year because I can't stand Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray. <laughs> And I left that game knowing that I actually hate Baker Mayfield more. Okay. So these things are really important. I think um, we'll get more into that, why you hate him more, too, during the award show. Oh, for sure. So that'll be entertaining, for sure. Yeah. But I thought hockey was great, and that's a great way to, to kind of start the recap. Of... Yeah, absolutely. So, and crazy thing, and two, the two, uh, two first sports we'll cover... Well, I guess we could talk about the NBA. <laughs> the Toronto Raptors won the National Basketball League, the National Basketball League <laughs> Association. Congratulations, Toronto. Okay, moving on. I like it. Drake, <laughs> Drake was happy. Oh, good. That's what I always care about. Drake and uh, the Beebs. So, baseball. Crazy. Probably, uh, <laughs> do you think? Do you think the craziest like run for an underdog? It's got to be up there in baseball. Uh, I mean, 
obviously the NCAA tournament, we see some pretty crazy ones. Yeah. But that's just like one game each round. It's tough yeah, to put to together yep. a whole series. You, it's tough to put that together. But I think, I think what you see here is there is a difference between base, between regular season baseball and postseason baseball. If you yeah. have two absolutely lights out dominant pitchers, mm-hmm. you can go far. Yeah, I mean, they had Scherzer, they had Strasburg, yep. and then they also had Corbin as their number three. Insane. So that's a great – that's all you need in baseball. Three pitcher, two pitchers, three is outstanding. Yep. Uh, I think when that World Series started, it was the Nationals and the Astros. I was like, no way the, the Nationals lose this game at all – or the series – or sorry, no way the Nationals win this series. Right. And then they go up 2-0 in Houston, and you're like, holy cow. And then all of a sudden, Houston wins them. It's 3-2. Not one home team won that a game in that series. It was it was wild, man. But it was wild. I loved it, and the reason I loved it is because Bryce Harper left. Oh, that is that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the greatest storyline of the baseball season. Bryce Harper left, and then in the first like two months of the season, every he was like balling out of control, mm-hmm. and then just fell off. A- and watched his former team win a World Series. Oh, so good. And he had that press conference, like his very first one with Philly, and said, we're going to bring Washington a World Series. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you leaving. That was addition by subtraction, bro. Like, good job. You predicted the future, so good job, Bryce Harper. I can't really. That that kind of thing actually hurts my feelings because Alshon Jeffrey said we're winning the Super Bowl <laughs> next year, and then one. Okay, moving on. Enough about that. Football. Football. Uh, Not seeing it. Well, we could talk probably about the worst, the worst, worst Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> Absolutely the worst. That ever. Super Bowl belonged in 1968. Yep. Uh, it was 10, what was it, 13 to 3? Something terrible like that. Uh, terrible game. Patriots won. Uh, Rams looked terrible, and they carried that terrible game. Into the 2019 season, they had games this year where they looked good, and then games this year where they were just absolutely terrible. Jared Goff, I, I just, I don't even know what to think about. He's just a surfer, bro, man, just hanging out. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know, bro. Maybe I'll have a good game or not. Like, whatever. I got paid 110 yeah. million dollars. Don't matter, bro. Wave's still rolling in, bro. Like, life still goes on. Yeah, man, you see them sick waves, bro? Like, <laughs> it's all good, man. I just throw the ball, and, like, Brandon Cooks is soft, but maybe we'll get something out there, bro. <laughs> Todd Gurley, like, I don't know if his knee hurts or not, man. Like, who, who ordered a pizza, bro? Man, it's <laughs> halftime. You're not supposed to come down here. Like, geez, come on, golf. Like, I, t- that's a terrible fantasy pick right there, man. Like. And uh. sitting behind him the whole time. Just he, hot under the collar. You know he's got to perform because Bortles is right there. <laughs> Blake Bortles, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Bortles right there. <laughs> Speaking of bros. <laughs> exactly. Pizza, uh, you ever looked at Sean McVay? Like, 
I mean, I'm, I'm known to like sit there and look off in space and like breathe out of my mouth, but he's a big mouth breather. Man. Dude. The NFL is so weird because it's like a week to week league, you know, or yeah. a season to season league, like no other. And you've got all these guys like Sean McVay is the next coming of Jesus Christ. He's going to figure it out. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I think he's, his offense has gotten figured out. I don't think the Rams are going to be as dangerous as we thought they were. And they're putting themselves in a cap situation that is going to be unrecoverable. Yeah, they have about one year left. And after that, good luck trying to pay everyone. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to have to hope Jared Goff turns into a player that can carry the team because you're paying him a shit ton of money. And you better hope that Todd Gurley can make it on the field because he's also getting paid a lot of money. That's true. <laughs> so that's and wild. You just double team Aaron Donald every game, every every play, and they're going to have to pay Jalen Ramsey because if they don't, they lost two first round picks. Yeah, for nothing. Yeah. Yep, he's gonna get paid a lot too. He you know? can, if he holds out, oh, he he can get whatever he wants. They should have done what the Bears did with Mac. Give him a contract right away. You trade well, away all your picks. Let's sign yeah. him for a few years now. Exactly. You don't just give away draft picks and and uh, hope well, that he signs. The, the Bears had already talked to Mac and had the contract already figured out. Yep. And that's kind of how you have to do it. But, oh, man, I'm really interested in that because, you know, Jalen Ramsey's also a fucking asshole. So, you know, he's going to try and pull some shit. Yeah, he's the guy that said uh, he could play in the NHL, right? Didn't he say that last year? Oh, I yeah. Practice, I could play in the NHL. Like, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and then the big college ones. Uh, Clemson put a whooping on Alabama. That was. A surprise to me. I know Clemson had a good team, but they whooped Alabama in that championship game. Yeah, Tua, man, he. Need, I wish he would stay healthy so we could really see an Alabama team with Tua. I agree. He's been, he's been hurt both years. Um, but I saw an interesting thing on Twitter that, uh, what's his backup's name? Mac something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a very American name. It's a very Alabama name, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if you look at his stats over the last five games that he's been playing, they're like identical to two of us. Oh, okay. Mac Jones. Mac Jones, there you go. So, <laughs> so you know, maybe it's the fact that Tua has one of the best wide receivers I've ever seen in college football. Amazing. He's going to be a top five pick, probably. Yep, yep, absolutely. And yeah. you know what I like about him, too, is a lot of the guys that you see before – be dominant as wide receivers. And I'm thinking specifically as of Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. Their bodies are like impressive. You know, they're big, they're strong. Um, yeah. And Jerry I'm, I'm not knocking either of those, but like Jerry Judy's just a technician. And I like that. Six one one ninety. Yeah. So, not a huge guy. You put a little weight on also born in 1999. That makes you feel. Holy shit. <laughs> Crazy. And then basketball. Oh, Virginia won, as they probably should have, but that was just a boring. Every one of their games was boring and had a controversial ending. I, uh, 
I can't even remember anything about it. They beat Purdue, I think. Do you remember it was uh, in the championship game? They did a review forever because it flicked his pinky. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, I. So this will be forever known to me as the year that review fucking ruined sports. I mean, it didn't ruin sports. I'm being hyperbolic, but it is the worst year of review I've ever seen. And I, I hope sports learn to like just pull it back a little bit. I agree. Uh, football has been really tough a few times. And when you slow it down frame by frame, like it gets a little ridiculous. It like we'll talk about it here in a little bit, but that incomplete pass in the bowl game last week with Ohio State, when you slow it frame by frame, it gives you a different view than if you're watching it in full speed. So, yeah. Well, that one was so bad. Even in slow mo, it looked. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. We'll get to that. Uh, if you're an Ohio State fan, screw you. First off, but also that sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care because I fucking hate you. But um, yeah, so I'll tell you this, and I think we both agree. I thought, to me, and I'm putting this out there on the airwaves. So just like my. NFL thoughts. This is probably going to, I'm going to be shredded after the 13th. Okay. It just looked like LSU is on a completely different level. I agree. They opened up as six and a half or I think five and a half point favorites. I'm betting that like crazy. I think that's low. It should be like 12 and a half. I know I that's huge. I know but... it's crazy, but I just don't, I don't see, I don't see Clemson being able to. It's the it is the best college offense I've ever. Man, it's right up there with those Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart teams. I think this is better because they can air it out better. Yeah, they didn't have to air it out with those guys uh, huh. or Vince Young. They didn't have to air it out. So yeah, no, I can see what you're saying. That's uh... yeah. I mean, it's more like Joe Burrow throwing <laughs> it all over the place. But wait, they're running Justin backs. Jefferson. Like, they're running backs like really fucking good too. Which one? They have three of them. I know. Gosh. Awesome to see. I'm glad yeah. uh, we got a I, new team. I, I am glad we have a new team. I know it's still from the SEC. Mm-hmm. But I do. I love Coach O. I've always oh, yeah. liked LSU. Um, as Joe far Burrow as like, is a good dude. Yep. Joe Burrow's. I'm glad to see him. I bet, <laughs> I bet OSU was watching that game like, shit. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, I'm. I mean, you did see it, but for people that maybe not saw the Heisman acceptance speech, uh, that was the most like raw, real speech I've ever seen. Yeah, he's a and good guy. I, I, I loved it. He's got all the tools to be a crazy success at the next level, and I hope Cincinnati doesn't ruin. I agree. I hope he goes to. Uh, I hope he gets in like that Aaron Rodgers scenario where he can sit behind someone for a few years. Uh, <laughs> he's going to Cincinnati. Who he's gonna? Who's he gonna sit behind? Ryan Finley, bro. <laughs> no, Andy, Andy I know. Dalton. If he goes there, obviously that's not the scenario. Hopefully, Coach Taylor, not the real Coach Taylor, obviously. Uh Coach Taylor can. Uh, Coach Taylor turned Matt Saracen. I know. If it Coach was... Taylor got a hold of Joe Burrow, fuck. Mm. Just hide your daughter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but for real, uh, 
you know, that's a Sean McVay disciple or whatever they're calling these guys. Uh, they might try too much, and we've seen too many young quarterbacks get exposed too early and, and not ever get the proper chance that they should have had. He's an athlete too. I mean, he's really good. But one thing that helped, Kyler had a really good, a really good rookie season, but he he was able to move around a lot more. And I just don't think they're going to do that with Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's not that kind of quarterback, you know. No, um, and that's the re- that saved uh, Kyler's season was the offense was built for a quarterback like him. And yep, as yep. much as we we crapped on the move, uh, Josh Rosen would not have fit that offense. Oh, absolutely not. So, and I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think we're going to see Josh Rosen much anymore. No, uh, that's some bad luck. But yeah, I don't. No, you're right. No, <laughs> I have nothing else to say about that. No, it's unfortunate. I really wanted him to do well, but anyway. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah. So, long story short, that was a tangent, but I, I'm I'm hammering LSU minus five and a half. That's what it is, or six Absolutely. and a half, or whatever the fuck it is. It was five and a half, uh, which is crazy to me. Uh, yeah, five and a half over under sixty nine and a half. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. The Gronk over under. <laughs> um. So I think that's kind of a quick recap of 2019. Welcome to 2020. So we got one more thing to close out the year, and that is the Writing the Pine annual, first annual mm-hmm. award, show, award show. These are the pineys. The pineys. Um, ah, that sounds <laughs> splintering my ass. Riding the pine. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the pineys. Um, so I think we've got some pretty good categories for you. Um, should we read all the categories first, or should we go category by category? Let's just go category by category. I okay. don't want people forgetting, and then we have to like remind them. That's a good point. All like right. That. I'll let you start. Pick one. All right. I'm going to start right off from the top. This year, we decided to give the piney. Uh, named the Scooby-Doo Award. Yes. Yeah, and... so, so this is a this is an award for uh, you know, you've got this ghost chasing you around the house. You're super scared of it, and then at the end, you pull it, you pull the the mask off, and it's just some dude. Yeah, same guy should... as always. Exactly. So this year's Scooby-Doo Piney Award goes to. The Cleveland Browns. Oh, which they had us all tricked. They did, man. I mean, they they had uh, last year where they they made the run, almost went five hundred. They got that that primetime bump. They were on all these primetime games. America got to see them. And about week seven, we pulled that mask off, and it's just the same old Browns. Oh yeah. Oh boy, it was bad. Um, well, actually, it's great to. Because I was getting really sick of all of that crap. Uh-huh. Um, like I, I'll root for the Browns. I have no problem for that. I want to see bad teams get good. Like obviously that team deserves a good year, but the media just got out of control with like being all over Baker, and yeah. this team was going to be great. And turns out Browns going to Brown. 
They forgot <laughs> the fact that you still have to have a head coach. And Freddie Kitchens was terrible. Fired after one year. Yep. Uh, and then they parted ways with <laughs> with Dorsey as their GM. And... Well, put together a talented roster. Now, I think he had the same problem in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Takes chances on a, bad, a bunch of players with bad attitudes, and then you can't. I don't think you can win with a locker room full of those guys. No, not at all. And the Browns were the only team this whole decade that did not have a winning season. Professional. In the NFL. Oh, okay. Only NFL team. There's probably a lot of college teams. Yeah. But the only NFL team that did not have a winning season this decade. That's pretty rough because there's been some bad. Yeah. Yeah. I remember some bad Lions teams. I don't know if they were the, if that was the 0-16 was in this decade. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Some bad teams. (laughs) All right. Who was the quarterback for that? Oh man, I have no idea. It was had to have been before Stafford. Yeah, I think it was Hasselbeck. Um, it was two thousand eight. Um, did he ever even play? I, I keep thinking Kitna, John Kitna. John Kitna, that's a good guess. Uh <laughs> man, who was there? I'm trying to look. John Kitna was the opening week starter. Uh yeah. Good job. Go. Good job. Matt <laughs> Hasselbeck at first. I don't think he ever played for the Lions. So I'm glad I got to to fix that. Matt Hasselbeck played for uh, the Seahawks before they were in the NFL, I guess. Yeah, when they they were still in the <laughs> AFL. <laughs> oh man! All Classic. right. Well, All right. Let's so go to the next award here. Uh, we're just gonna stick with the one that's kind of related to the last one. I like it. Um, and I bet you'll never guess who this is. This okay. is the most commercials having accomplished nothing award. Oh, uh, that's an easy one. Oh, yeah. I I can't watch a football game without seeing Baker Mayfield on my TV. Thousand times. Thousand times. Like he owns uh, the Browns stadium. It's his home. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I just, I have to think for a. I don't think he has that type of personality, but like, if it was me, I'd be like, "Ugh, this is not great." <laughs> Here's your you know, money back. I'm getting a lot of publicity. <laughs> I don't really want that right now because he was an interception machine. Yeah, so oh. those two are kind of related. We're not just going to hate on the Browns the whole time, but I think those two, those two uh, pineys are well deserved. Absolutely. Um, I have two. <laughs> Two more quarterbacks started that 0 and 16 season besides John Kitna. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Dante Culpepper. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Five games he started for him. For the Lions? Yeah. He also, the next season, started five games in 09. Uh, it was Matthew Stafford's shit. rookie year. I had no idea Dante Culpepper played for the Lions. And then Dan Orlovsky. Oh, yeah. The the uh, safety, the safety, the worst play by a quarterback until the butt fumble. Oh, what a play! Thanks, that was on <laughs> Thanksgiving too. Yep. Thank you. All right, let's move on with the pineys here. Yep. Uh, this one hits me 
close. Because I'm, I'm the, the asshole that stays up till two in the morning on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the piney for. I'm glad we play when everyone. Is- so, winner of the I'm glad we play when everyone is sleeping award goes to the Pac-12 conference for football. The over just all of the Pac-12. Oh, um, what a disappointment. Yeah, rough year. Rough, rough year. three years, man. Utah is your best team. Um, so the whole time, and then they just implode. The last two games were they don't know how to play postseason football. The great, was. the greatest thing is let's tell them JP about our conversation that we were having like the day before Texas played Utah about bad conferences. Yeah, we were talking about SEC just being obviously the best conference, then saying the Big Ten, and then Pac-12 and Big 12 are both pretty bad. Uh, and then the ACC has, is very top-heavy with like two good teams. Yep, and I, I specifically said that I think the Big 12 and the, Pac- and the Pac-12 are about the same level. Yeah. Ugh. Well, Oof. a 7-5 and five Texas team crushed an 11 and 2 Utah out of the yeah, Pac 12. Not great. Not great. Not, Unfortunately, I had my come up come up in when Wisconsin got beat uh by by themselves really if you watch the game. Um, yeah, but here's the thing. This is how bad the Pac 12 is. They went 4 and 3 in bowl games this year and that's good for them. <laughs> A couple years ago they didn't win one. So four and three is not bad though. I bet you. What are the how, what are the Big Ten do? Uh I mean they're they got to be better than that, right? <laughs> I don't think so. All their teams play like good teams, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Ah, uh, man, where are the? Oh, here we go. Big Twelve is <laughs> one and five. No, no, they're not. Oh, the Big Twelve. I I meant Big yeah. I meant Big Ten, but Big Ten went four and four. Well, they still got. There's one bowl you're forgetting that hasn't been played yet. <laughs> the Gator Bowl. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, <laughs> which is tonight, January second. That's powerhouses of Indiana and Tennessee. So hey, they could end up five and four. Which is is that better than four and three? Like I said, we play real team <clears throat> on the Big Ten. Do you really want me to break that down for you? Play no, Wake I, Forest. I do not. Memphis. Which was a win. Win. That's true. Uh, Who did they Cal? lose? Cal. Who did they lose to. They lost to Cal in the Red Bull, Red Box Bowl. Who play? Oh, that was Illinois. Hey, that was Cal. That's not a Big Ten team. <laughs> All right. Yes, you played better teams now that I'm looking here. Minnesota beat Auburn. There you go. Yeah, Michigan lost to Alabama. Minnesota beat Auburn. Yeah, Wisconsin. no shit makes it Michigan lost to Alabama. <laughs> Man, I'm just mad the Big 12 was 1-5 and, and their only win was that stupid Texas-Utah game. <laughs> <laughs> Texas is better than that record, and you know it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and we're, we're big Sam Ellinger fans here. Yep. Oh, yeah. This is a Sam Ellinger podcast. It is. Uh, uh, well, 
The Mountain West went four and two. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're really doing the mid mid majors now. I mean, I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> You're trying to compare them to anybody. Yeah, the American Athletic Conference is two and. That's good. But Cincinnati's winning right now. That's what conference it is. The American Athletic, not conference. Uh, mid-major conferences are hard. All right, let's move on. All right. So this is a the Doug Funny <laughs> Doug Funny's Beats Award. Anybody around our age should know this reference. Absolutely. Um, if not, I'll uh, I'll help you out. This is a cartoon show from the '90s in which there was a band called The Beats. Yes. And they did was... a little song, a little ditty called Banging on a Trash Can. So this piney, the inaugural pineys for the Doug Funny Beats Award, goes to the Houston Astros. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Congratulations, yes. Houston. Um, we'll be sending you a piece of wood. Uh, enjoy and your... I don't even know what they're going to do. What are they even going to do to them? I don't know. <laughs> so, this is great. Uh, if you're not into baseball or didn't hear the story, the Houston Astros big story came out about a month ago that they were hitting on the trash can to alert the batters of what type of pitch was coming, whether it was off speed or not, uh, which is absolutely dirty and completely illegal. And the home and away splits for batting averages and during the playoffs, this I think it was 2017 playoffs when they won the World Series. Yeah. Uh, are completely different. It's it, it's insane how how different the splits are. And if you li- come on. If you uh <laughs> come on, Thunder. <laughs> if you uh I'm, he's confusing me now. I'm lost. But if you watch the games, you can hear uh, some trash can banging, a couple bangs here and there for uh, off-speed pitches and things like that. Yeah, so they had a guy there with the TV, right? Mm-hmm. Or like a computer that was watching the feed, and he could see the catcher's signs. Is that what was happening? Yeah, he was in center field with a zoomed-in camera view. Okay. and then, the catcher's hands. <laughs> yeah, and then he was beating on the trash can. Tell them what pitch it is. I mean, it does take some skill when you're up to bat to register the beats on a, a trash can and understanding in like a second a pitch is coming if you should swing at it or not. It just seems so crazy that nobody figured that out. What's that noise? Because if well, the batter can hear it, the catcher can hear it. That's true. And it was in Houston. Uh, some pitchers have come out and said that they noticed something a little fishy, but. It's kind of hard to throw out, uh, you know, allegations like that if you don't really have a backup. Just, I think I heard something. It's that kind is of true. But if you're a divisional opponent playing them, um, oh, yeah, a bunch of times a year, lots of crappy divisions. That's true. Nobody can. And Mike Trout hits anything. So, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, wild. Absolutely wild. Biggest cheating scandal, definitely, of the decade. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh sure man. Yeah. Go there. <laughs> All right. Uh the next piney. I had fun with this one. The 
Wheaties Award. Oof. So for you breakfast people, of champions. The Breakfast Champions, exactly. So the Meal of Champions. This award goes to Clemson football team when they visited the White House and Ooh. President Trump had a spread of McDonald's and, and Wendy's and, and it was catered. <laughs> it was catered too. So <laughs> how do you awesome. feel if you're like the fucking Wendy's guy walking <laughs> up to the white house? So I don't think this is abnormal. A lot of things. Well, we're, we're trying, this is not a political podcast. It will no. become one really quick if we let it. <laughs> um, but I guess, you know, a lot of people have said things about, the president's weight. Um, and I guess he likes fast food because whenever, wherever you travel, it's the same. So he doesn't like change. I, I can know. Well, I actually agree <laughs> with him because my thing is when I go to anywhere, I order a bottle of Budweiser or Coors Light in a bottle. Because no matter where you are, that beer tastes the same. That's true. You don't know what's coming out of those drafts. Exactly. Uh, so it's Burger King and, and McDonald's. Uh, and if you ever see the pictures, what a spread. Right? I mean, if I was a college kid, I'd be pumped. My fat ass would be super excited. And I'm looking at a picture right now. There's like boxes of Big Macs. I'm talking like <laughs> silver trays with like 25 Big Macs on them. <laughs> Dude, that shit's and, hilarious. And then next to it is like a stack of, of individually boxed salads. So he has some stuff for everyone. So here's what I'm saying. And <laughs> this is where I really hit him. Like, I, I'm all for fast food. But uh-huh. This is the South, Donald Trump. Like, you need to understand. It's they true. have a whole nother level of fast food down there. They've yeah, got Bojangles. Bo- Bojangles, man. Zaxby's. What are those biscuits that Bojangles? Oh my god, they're so good. Oh, dude, they are terrible for you. Bowberry biscuits? Yeah, yep. Oh my goodness, like... My mouth's drooling just thinking about that, man. If you're going to feed fast food to a team from South South Carolina, you better come right. And I just don't think McDonald's is the way to go. Yeah, well, I mean... People in the South do like uh, their McDonald's. Let's be fair. I'm sure. Yeah, they do. I'm just saying, like, the South has the best food. And yeah. I've, I've lived everywhere. So, like, so as, have, people, as have you. Oh, yeah. You people have never, like, eaten or thought of a uh, Bojangles Bowberry Biscuits. Essentially, just a blueberry biscuit with, uh, like, cinnamon. Uh, oh my god! Cinnamon roll frosting on top of. Bojangles is a chicken place. Yeah, a chicken obviously. Place. <laughs> uh, well, when I remember living in Charleston, I'd go downtown, and there was a street. Uh, I call it Chicken Street. Literally had churches, Bojangles, Popeyes, <laughs> and a KFC on it. I don't understand why there's KFC. And KFC in didn't the get south. business. Exactly. Why? Who goes to a KFC when you're in the south? I would go to any of those other restaurants. Churches is fucking good as shit. Yeah. Zaxby's wasn't even there. I'd eat Zaxby's. Zaxby's is the best out of all of them. But that Zaxby's is a little upscale. Yeah, a little 
little pretentious for me. Yeah, a little pretentious for me. <laughs> but, All right. So that's the Wheaties pining. We'll move on to this is the best NFL tryout. And like we said, we don't want to get political, but there was a player who's been trying really, really hard to get back into the NFL. Antonio um, Brown just had a tryout. <laughs> no, this one's even bigger. He's been trying for a long time. Okay. There's yeah. been lots of talk about it all over um, the NFL. I think you guys all know who it is. It's Jordan VC. Jordan VC. What yes. a name. Yeah. Congratulations, Jordan VC. The NFL actually held a specific tryout only for him. <laughs> in... he brought, it was such a big deal. He brought in Colin Kaepernick to be his quarterback. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick let him be his quarterback. <laughs> and uh, just so that this wide receiver could get onto the practice squad of the Washington Redskins. <laughs> so well, Jordan VC, great job. We'll uh, find out who your new coach is. Actually, it's Ron Rivera. Uh, we'll get in touch with him and get your yep. award to you. Absolutely. More power to you, buddy. I know it's a struggle trying to get back into the NFL. <laughs> um, you didn't make a publicity stunt about it. You just kept your head down and, and did your job. We always like that. Oh, man. <laughs> this is awesome. So <laughs> a couple months ago, the uh, obviously Colin Kaepernick was trying out, and, and the NFL had some or a, a tryout, and they had him do a waiver and all that stuff. Kaepernick wasn't buying it. So he was it like an hour before the tryout just blew it all yep. up and said, we're doing my way. Yep. Cause uh, he wanted the me- He wanted the media to be there. Right. So whenever I've tried uh, interviewing for a job, I told him we're going by my rules. Yep. Uh, I've never gotten a job after doing that. Might I add, but never, he's never gotten a job. Still doesn't have a job to this day. <laughs> whatever. So he brought in some <laughs> receivers and, uh, one of those receivers was Jordan Vesey and the scouts. I don't know if they did it just to troll or if they actually thought he was good, but the Redskins signed him to uh, the practice squad. And yeah. he was actually signed to a reserve future contract on a couple days ago. Oh, good for him. See, so, that's why we gave him the award. Good job. Best NFL tryout. Absolutely. Best of the year. Best I've seen. <laughs> So that's that's a pretty big twist of events. My how the turntable. <laughs> My how the turntable. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna leave this one for you because I think you're really into that. Um, I'm gonna go with the Sockenboppers <laughs> Award. Okay. And this is you know Sockenboppers again. I think we're kind of a- aging ourselves this podcast, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sockenboppers were not appropriate for kids. No. So I remember watching like Nickelodeon during my Doug Funny commercials. And that was back when there was no internet. So you'd have to like call the number. Now you get being like, and there's always Sockenboppers on there. And literally it was inflatable. (laughs) Like what was it? Inflatable plastic gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Just Just to punch people with. Oh my god, and we used to <laughs> beat the shit out of each other. Right. There's no hitting in the face unless you had sock and boppers on. Then you could yeah. hit it wherever you want. Uh so sock and boppers, obviously not super safe. It's uh you just beat people. So this year's winner 
Uh, hopefully we can get a hold of him. He's had trouble. Uh, he hasn't been allowed with the team recently. But uh, Miles Garrett, congratulations. Congratulations, Sam. Miles Garrett. Uh, you know, just like Somp- Sock and Boppers, just a, a lighthearted couple of, cu- couple of buddies socking each other around, you know? Yeah, I mean, I it's, you know, he hit him with the open side of the helmet. So yeah. everybody knows player. when you do that, you're just trying to, like, have a good time. Right, he he was gonna fight him and thought, I don't want to hurt him. Let's put his helmet back on, and try to do that. And Mason Rudolph gave this look, and then you know it got a little. I think got a little out of hand, misunderstanding. Something. It's happened. all just a big misunderstanding, but um, yeah, that was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. <laughs> I usually in fights you just see people punching people in the face with their helmets on uh this got wild real wild it got so wild i mean <laughs> and the thing the thing is i had actually walked out of the room mm-hmm. to get a drink or something i heard i heard all the announcers going crazy and so i walked back in actually i was i think i was watching red zone at the time so it was i heard thursday night it was thursday night i, I heard scott hansen going Oh, it was, okay. It was yeah. the last. It was the end of a Thursday night. It game. was so a Thursday night. You're right. Super late. Yep. The game was yep. over. No, it was like ten seconds left in the game. Yep. And so I came back and I saw it in slow motion. I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit, that's fucked up." Yeah. And then they played it in full speed. Oh my god, <laughs> that dude fucking swung. Yeah, man. I mean, we could debate who started it and whatnot, but. Never was it justified to rip a guy's helmet off and try and hit him. With <laughs> nope, nope. No matter what he said or what you decided he said like a week later. Uh, not great. Not great. No, I would have been okay if he picked him up and like body slammed him more than that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, go for it, man. That's fucking what that was a weapon. That was dangerous. Like, <laughs> no, no sarcasm whatsoever. Absolutely dangerous. All right, so I think the one that but you skipped. You know, he, I'm he's the number one draft pick. Oh, oh, sorry. One last thing. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I was just gonna say uh, one last thing about that. Miles Garrett won. Uh, he's been the you know top draft pick, but now he can add this piney to his resume. So oh, that's true. Congrats, yeah. congrats. Yep. Excellent. So I think the one that we skipped that. We need to save for the end. Okay, we'll save it for the end. That's the award of the of the year by far. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's got a yeah, that's a big award. So yep. go on to the next one then. Okay, so this is a award that I think you can't really have a 2019 um, award show without having this award because this is the biggest like meme um, yeah. of 2019, which is OK Boomer. So this <laughs> is the OK Boomer Award. Love it. And for those of you who don't know uh, the OK Boomer meme, first of all, like... OK fucking, Boomer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't know the OK Boomer award, or the OK Boomer meme, OK Boomer. So uh, this goes to Don Cherry. Don Cherry. That's a good one. Yes, absolutely. So I think that probably a lot of people don't know who Don Cherry is. Probably not. Um. Back to the matter, he's not a boomer. He's actually older than a boomer. 
The si- they call that the silent generation. Silent generation. He's not silent. <laughs> he probably should have been. He probably should have been. <laughs> so Don Cherry is an old football or an old hockey player, hockey coach, but he's most famous for being the essentially the voice. I would say that he's like the Chris Berman of hockey Ooh. in Canada. I like it. Okay. You know, there's a ho- there's this thing called Hockey Night in Canada, and he was always there. It was always Don Cherry, you know, at the desk after the game, during the game, um, just giving his thoughts on the league and blah, 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 blah. Well, in the last few years, Don Cherry has started to say he's voice his opinion on some things um, in this little culture thing that we've got going on. It's even happening in Canada. Yes. <laughs> it's probably happening more in Canada, to be honest. But uh, So he's, he said some things um, about people from other countries. Uh, you can look it up. You can decide if it's bad or not. But um, they, that was the last straw. And uh, turns out, you can't, I guess you can't say those things on national TV anymore. Even if it's in Canada, nobody's actually watching. Uh, and he got taken away from his job, which is a big deal because he's been there forever. Yeah, and this is all after he got really upset with the Carolina Hurricanes celebrating so much after they won. Uh, yes. Which came out with his thing of calling them a bunch of jerks. Yep, so the Carolina Hurricanes were doing this weird... Uh, it was stupid. It's kind of entertaining, though. Yeah, some weird after-game celebration. Whatever. You guys do whatever you want to. Right. But uh, not Don Cherry. He was very upset about it. And it just made them celebrate harder. And they did a bunch of crazy celebrations that they started to get kind of funny, in my opinion. They brought out a basketball hoop and were, like, dunking on people and playing Duck Duck Goose. and. Mm -hmm. Baseball. Duck hunt, baseball. It was hilarious. Uh, and it was all just like something I would do. If someone told me like, hey, you're being a jerk, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, I'm going to do it harder. Oh, yeah. And it was. <laughs> I said it was stupid, but I mean, it wasn't hurting anybody. Right, right. No, it's not <laughs> something that you see in hockey. It's really what it is. Right. And the fans seem to like it. So. It is That's what it whole, is. They're the, the ones fa- paying you. So Exactly. And. You know, in Toronto, do you have to do that to get fans to show up? No. <laughs> no. In Chicago, do you have to do that to get fans to show up? No. But when you're a team in North Carolina, you got to keep the crowd happy. Yeah, if Michael Jordan's not there, you got to get a little crazy. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> well, that's the, the OK, okay Boomer, boomer. Uh, Don will try and get a, in touch with you. I'm not yep. sure how. I don't, my, you know, I don't know how to dial a Canadian number. Figure it no. out. And you know, and you know, he doesn't text. Yep, he definitely doesn't text. He might only have a landline. Oh, that's gonna be tough. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think we have three more pineys. Yeah. Uh, for our first annual piney awards, and let's see, where do I want to go? This is kind of crazy story, but we're gonna go with the fifty cent award. Oof. And. Uh, couple months ago in the dr some fortunate things happened and 
David Ortiz mm. was shot at home in his home country of yeah. the Dominican Republic. And, you know, like I would be super surprised, but it's not a safe country. And he got air vac to like Boston and was treated there and ended up making a recovery, but it was a pretty scary time. You know, a guy that just retired from the MLB a couple years ago gets shot. Not one of the great, the greatest designated hitter of all time. One of the greatest yeah. Red Sox of all time. One of the most clutch hitters of all time. And yeah. an all-time great guy. And yeah. it was pretty tough. I mean, obviously, I was more emotional about it than most people, but... Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was tough to see, but... You know, it's the 50 Cent Award because he just he just came right back. Been hit with a few shells. Now he walks with the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I hope 50 Cent doesn't. I'm trying so hard to think of one 50 Cent. <laughs> Dude, I know way too many 50 Cent songs. I don't even want to know. I don't. I can't think of a single one. I know there was up in the club, right? Yeah, in, in the club. Pimp. Oh, yeah. Hate it or love it was with the game. There's a what, bunch of them. What was his like rap group? G-g-g-g-g-g-g-g. Oh yeah. <laughs> Get out the car, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Dave Chappelle had a, a marathon on Comedy Central yesterday. Oh my gosh, how did I miss that? I don't know, but that stuff, I'm surprised they're allowed to put that on TV in 2020. Best sketch uh, comedy show of all time. Oh, uh, Wayne Brady. That's my one of my favorite episodes ever where he's a pimp. Best, Hilarious. best sketch comedy show of all time. Clap at it too. Oh best my gosh. Comedy show. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Ever. 2019, we got to do that. <laughs> Leave that in last decade. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, they had that Wade Brady episode. If you don't hit this, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> I know you like to get wet, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's PCP. <laughs> All right. Run, bitch, run. <laughs> Classic. Oh, okay. that's so good. So we'll rein it back in. He, yeah. We got to keep it, keep it on sports. <laughs> um, so this one goes. This is the Depends Leaker Award. Ooh. With the status of social media today and sports and you know clickbait and it, there are several people whose only job is to sit there with like five phones, take phone calls from a million different people they know, and just tweet things. Mm-hmm. And then the way I think I, I'm not sure how they make their money. I think they make their money by doing TV appearances afterwards. Uh yeah, I mean they're usually paid by whether it's ESPN or NFL network. Or yeah. They're called insiders. And from what I understand, you just be friends with people. And they tell you stuff. I don't know. The whole situation's kind of weird. But Mm-hmm. Because of that, there's leakers everywhere. And there's a few who all of us know. Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter. These are the people we're talking about. 
So this yep. award goes to the person who made the most ridiculous leak. Uh, and to me, that this year, to us, this year, Ian Rappaport for his leak on Andrew Luck retiring. So, the strange thing about this is because he leaks it in the middle of a preseason game. And I guess they were planning on having a... A... uh, What's the word? The... A... uh, Press conference. Mm -hmm press conference there we go jesus christ um and he leaks in the middle of the game and then like he tapes a video or like says something afterwards about all the fans booing or like no no no. he followed up with a tweet that said you know they wanted to have uh a press conference but unfortunately news got out it's like, dude, the news got out because of you. <laughs> yeah, he talk about leaking, man. He he leaked that award or th- that that news, and the fans turned on Andrew Locke while he was on the field in a preseason game. Like that's it was so unfair to Andrew Locke. Oh yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was nuts. But my favorite part is that he was like, yeah. The news got out or whatever. Like, dude, you're the guy with the news. You're the guy who let the news out. <laughs> yeah, like, crazy. Yep. All right. So it's time for the last award of the night. Oh, I'm ready for the, the last piney that we're going to give this year. It's going to be a big one. Um, <sighs> so this one, I'm going to let you, because of your heritage <laughs> uh announce this one all right that's a little racist but okay whoa dude come on <laughs> no nah, i'm just messing with it's <laughs> kind of funny actually I, I mean i'm studying math so yeah um so this year we wanted to end the pineys award with the asian persuasion and we were discussing this award and had a couple good nominations for it. And it was tough to just pick one. So we have a tie. Listen, this is the showdown of the decade. It is. Two sports legends, really. Yeah, oh, I can't argue that. With an affinity. Uh, I don't know if you can say this on podcasts, but we'll just call it for what it is. We've got a little case of the yellow fever this year. It's true. In they different love. forms. In different forms. Asia has treated them both right. They have an affinity for the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, they were really just, you know, lapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> a tie in the 2019 Asian Persuasion award yeah you want to announce the The first final piney number one a man we all love builder of one of the greatest 
the greatest dynasties in the history of the NFL, Robert Kraft. Okay. Robert Kraft. So, Orchids of Asia. Mm, in Jupiter, Florida. Jupiter, Florida. I know, I've heard of that place before. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Have you yep. heard of it before? Yeah. I think there was a really famous uh, Blasian <laughs> individual that. I uh, think, uh, Tiger Woods. Yes. I think that's his hometown. It sure is. So there's a lot of loving going down in Jupiter. Oh, yeah. Big, big time. Perkins waitresses. Masseuse. Masseuse. Mas- mas- I don't know the plural. Masseuses? Massages? No, that's not it. Massages? Yeah. Who knows? Massages. Massages. All right. Uh, So, Robert Kraft. Wow. That was a story. All right. Uh, Pretty early on in the offseason. And I kind of forgot about it until we started discussing the show. Yeah. uh, It was pretty crazy. There were some funny things that all happened. Like, he got like an award for being a great Jewish American for the community or something. And then like the next week he gets busted for getting, getting some Robin tugs at a, at a nice establishment. And I don't see what the problem is until they found out that they were slaves. Oh yeah. Yeah. The real problem is he, he was cheating on his girlfriend. who's like 50 years younger and smoking hot. Yeah. Yeah. So come on craft. Robert Kraft is not a man who can is not a one woman man. Okay, he needs it from a lot of areas. So he's like uh, the football version of Hugh Hefner. Yeah, and on like top it. of that, I mean, who knows? Maybe she just every once in a while a man needs a good old fashioned, and maybe his girlfriend isn't into that. He is an old fashioned guy when it comes to that. Exactly. I'd assume. Exactly. I don't. I don't know. I'd assume. The real the real crime here is there's a tape of it. The <laughs> FBI has a tape and they have not made it public. Do you want to watch it? We've got whistleblowers <laughs> all over the SB- FBI blowing whistles on all kinds of shit. <laughs> and they're not blowing whistles on what the people actually need. And that's Robert Kraft's <laughs> sex tape. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see that. Come on, dude. You know you would watch it. You know you would watch it. I, you know, I probably would, but I wouldn't tell anyone. Well, just to see it. Yeah, you gotta see what's <laughs> happening. I mean, I know that's I fair. would. Um, so, that's uh, one of the winners, so congratulations. Uh, if, you, Not- if you have any room on your trophy shelf. Yeah. We'll send a piney right over. I think it can scoot one of those Lombardies up. <laughs> Probably jerk. Uh now another guy that ties with him. This is more who, recent. Yeah, who could tie with something so legendary? You know, it has to be someone else that's really popular in their sport. Big name. Yeah. Uh, another great role model. Great role model. So recently the NBA has had issues. Because one of the general managers tweeted, uh, what was it, free Beige, uh, free Hong, Hong Kong. Kong? Thank you, mm-hmm. free Hong Kong. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like that was the worst thing he could have written on social media. Mm. And all the NBA players started saying, like, 
oh, you can't say that, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But we all know it's because that's where they get their money, especially these guys, you know, have shoe deals from. Yeah, I just think it. I think it's really interesting. Interesting again. We're not going to make it po political, but these right. all these players and all these things—they have no problem tweeting out all kinds of political stuff about American politicians. Right, right. <laughs> but when you start talking about the Chinese government, who's directly paying you? Oh, yeah. I guess that's bad. Yeah. So. The other winner is LeBron James. Yes. Who uh, said that the GM was not well educated yeah. on the situation. And Unlike LeBron James, it. who is a very well educated man. That's what I would call him. Um, you know, he didn't even attempt to go to college like some of these guys. <laughs> He's a big Ohio State guy. Yeah. Yep. Fault. Yep. So that explains it, right? <laughs> yeah. That explains it right there. Uh, I just. I have a real problem with athletes thinking they're smart because they're famous. And that goes for actors and everything, too. Like, dude, just dribble a basketball. Maybe stay out of the whole Hong Kong thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also think it's okay if you are educated and you can provide useful information that that it's, that it's okay. But just to say things without knowing something makes you just sound dumber. Yeah, I really wish the reporter would say, oh, if he's uneducated about Hong Kong, please, LeBron James, tell us why they're protesting. <laughs> I don't know, but they make my shoes. And I'm really excited <laughs> for those six-year-olds out there sweating away. Yep, I really so support their government. So then on top of that, like later that week, uh, the national anthem was playing, and he started making hooting and hollering over the national anthem. and. Um, I mean, the real question is, do you think when he's over in China, do you, do you think he hoots and hollers over their national anthem? Uh, no, he's afraid to. Yep, yep. I'd be afraid to. Yeah, no so. shit, I'd be afraid to, too. <laughs> I'm not even going to China. Nope. Nope. Not a chance in the world. Um, nope. So, yeah, those so, are our winners of the 2019 Asian Persuasion Award. Congratulations. Uh, Brian, you can put it in one of those schools you, you've made. Exactly. See, there you go. LeBron, just shut your mouth, dribble basketball, and do those great things for the community that you've done. But just maybe maybe don't talk. Right. Spend your money on those good things. That's great. You're doing great things. <laughs> All right. Those, those are winners. Yep. Those are our pioneers. Uh, it was good. They were. It, it was good awards. I think we... I think we hit all the all the great things. If anybody thinks of anything, feel free to let us know if we missed any good categories, good winners, big stories from the year in sports that deserved deserved an award. Yeah, I'm sure there's things we missed, but can't do it all. No, you can't. All right. Well, we have a few things to close out. Um, unfortunately, the bowl games haven't been super crazy. We talked a little bit about that before. Uh, the two bowl games people care about, the playoff. Uh, mm -hmm. We talked about LSU just putting a beat down. Mm -hmm. uh, we kind of talked about Joe Burrow, too. So there's not much to talk about that. LSU is really good. They put yes. the beat down on Oklahoma, who was probably overrated. Definitely or overrated. there's that much of a difference between number one and number 
Maybe possible. Possible. Um, and then the other Ohio State and Clemson. Yeah. We kind of touched on it. We won't go too much into this, but oh my gosh, we did forget about this at the top of the show. Yeah, there was a couple tough plays for Ohio State. They were dominating that whole first half. It wasn't even yep. close. And third and long, Trevor uh, Lawrence gets sacked. Huge hit. And it's fourth Huge and long. Hit. Fourth and long yep. now. And they review it for targeting. Uh, they call it targeting. And that changed the whole game after that. It changed the entire game. Uh, it so sucks. They gave him that, which gave him a first down. They should have kicked it away. Right? And then the pass interference, that was kind of weak. Right two after plays that, later? Yeah. Two plays later, touchdown. And 13-7 to seven going into halftime, I think. I think it was 16-14 or something weird like that. It was pretty wild. Maybe. But uh, completely nope. changed. Completely changed the... The, the game, and then late in the game, yeah, sixteen fourteen at half, instead of sixteen seven. Yeah, they got two touchdowns after that, so they were down sixteen zero, yeah, and got two touchdowns. And here's the thing: uh, was it targeting? Obviously, it was, or else they wouldn't have called it. But it's tough because I think that targeting and one where you're launching at a guy are completely different. He was going for the midsection, yep. and Trevor Lawrence bent down. And, and the whole reason was because his, his head was down. That was the reason they called it. Yep. Uh, I think I wish there was a way to see intent uh, on I think, some of these things. I think but, it's very clear you can see intent there. Uh, yes, but the rule doesn't allow you to judge that. It's, it's, black, uh, it's black or white. There's no gray areas, unfortunately. Either his head was down or it wasn't, which sucks. I thought it was a terrible call. I I didn't like the call either. Uh, it's a ba- the rule is bad. Exactly. That's that's the problem. And uh, the fact that you have to kick them out of the game is terrible. Yep. I mean, that's the last game that guy plays this year. I don't know what year he was, uh, but if that's the way his college career ends, garbage. On a big hit that the NFL would yep. love to see. Have you on their team. Yep, exactly. And then on um, top of that, later in the game, yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence throws it to his wide receiver. Wide receiver taking it to the goal line, strip, fumble, pick it up, run for a touchdown. Call the touchdown. State, call the touchdown. Call the fumble. Call the touchdown. Review the review the play. Call it back. I, I don't call, understand it. Don't understand it. Call was egregious he took four steps with the football (laughs) it was so bad that the official the officiating team actually came out and apologized they said that should have been a fumble wow wow that really makes ohio state feel good so what makes it worse like for instance we'll take the saints the much maligned big time saints drams Mm -hmm. they missed it on the field yep i get it that's, I mean, that call was really, really bad, but there's a lot of things happening really fast. Here, they took a call that was completely legitimate, called on the field, 
and reversed it after seeing it in slow motion. Don't understand it. How can't do you reverse happen. it? It How can't you, happen. Know. Nope. It can't happen. So that was awful. Um, and I mean, Clemson's a good team. Uh, Ohio State had a chance at the end. They threw an interception. In the- so. Yeah, your boy. Yeah, I'm a big Justin Fields fan. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to improve a lot next year. And I mean, he threw two picks this year, including. So 41 yeah, touchdowns and two picks. He's playing in the Big Ten. <laughs> well, I, don't, I thought they had a good defense there. <laughs> um, Not against passing. Last... <laughs> we don't see passing as the Big Ten. You can't throw the ball. Yeah, it's cheating. Um, and then one last thing about the playoff. Joe Burrow threw seven touchdowns. <laughs> he he had, threw seven touchdowns. He had eight touchdowns total, right? Yeah, I think he ran one. No, in more two. than that. Did he run two in? He had seven in the first half. He had oh, seven right. passing. Jesus Christ, dude. What a fucking monster. It's insane. How does a guy throw seven? T- and then he had one rushing touchdown. So he had eight touchdowns in a playoff game. And that seven of them were in the first half. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I mean, they were winning. What was it? 50, 49 to 14 at halftime. Holy shit, man. So we knew that was over very quickly. Oh, uh, it was. I, I watched like the first five minutes. And I was like, this is not even going to be a game. <laughs> it was rough. Uh, and then the biggest news of the season is Arizona State. Somehow came up with a win, but Florida State lost that game. Six turnovers. Uh, no one cares. Go Sun Devils, baby. This and... is why they play football when everybody else is asleep. Well, yeah, and they put this one on CBS. I don't know how SEC fans put that. That is boring. Well, that's why they give them the boring teams, because like, at least the football's good. <laughs> that's fair. If you yeah, put the... If you put those announcers on a Big Ten game, like I want them to start playing at like t- nine o'clock because I'll be asleep. <laughs> it was rough, man. That's a, they got nap time voice. Oh yeah, it's rough. Um, and I think the last thing we want to talk about is NFL playoffs start this weekend, Wild Card weekend. Um, oh yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really your, excited. Who's your Super Bowl pick? We get to amend our Super Bowl. Yeah, those were bad work. Um, I mean, this is kind of like I'm gonna go Niners Ravens. Oh my god, let's do it! Niners Ravens. Uh, I I, I got to go Homer here. Niners gonna get that revenge from seventy. Do it. I'm I'm going Saints. Saints. Okay, it's fair. It's really hard to pick anybody else but the Ravens. It it is. It is really hard to pick anybody else but the Ravens. So I'll go Saints Ravens. God, the AFC sucks. The only team that has a chance, I think, is the Chiefs. But I don't even think they don't. I don't even think it'd be close. No, I don't think so. I think I think Baltimore defense is too good. Yeah. Um. It, it it's crazy. the The Saints would have to win two. Most likely, at least one road game, if not two, to make it to the Super Bowl. So they can, but they don't play in areas like 
Green Bay very often. No, not at all. But I don't. Please let it not be. <laughs> Anybody but them, huh? Please, God. I hope. I'm hoping for all underdogs to win this first round. So we have uh, Titans and Patriots. I think the Titans can pull the upset. Yep. Uh, I think the Titans are hot. The Patriots are not. It's easy as that. Yeah, no, I think so too. And the Patriots, they just haven't been very good. But it's the Patriots, so they'll figure it out. Also very true. Um, Then you have the Bills and the Texans. And the Texans are the first playoff game every single year. That early Saturday game that no one really wants to watch. But it's football, so they'll watch it. You know it. But I think... So the Texans are three-point favorites. They're at home, so I think the Bills could could pull the upset. That'd be really fun. Uh, I think the Bills fans deserve a playoff victory. I hope so, man. I hope so, too. But I think they're a team on the rise. They don't have cap trouble. Um, they're well-coached, so it's not a do-or-die year. Agree. They're very young. Uh, and they need one or two superstars. That defense is really good, and they have some young guys on that defense, like. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds and Ed Oliver. It's exciting. They have a, a good future ahead of them. Yeah. So I think that's it. That's all we got. Unless you want to talk about the NFC. No, God, no. <laughs> uh, two games real quick. Vikings and Saints. Uh, was that three years ago? The, the, min- the min- Minneapolis the min- Miracle? Yeah. So... Uh, Kirk Cousins? I don't know. I think old Kirk Cousins is going to go back into his shell. Yeah. He was was not good against Green Bay on Monday night. No, uh, not at all. And when America's watching him, he usually doesn't do too hot. And then we have the Seahawks and and Eagles. Seahawks. Uh, Yeah, I don't see how they lose. I'll be rooting for the Eagles for sure. But if the Seahawks win, it's most likely going to be Niners Seahawks the next week. They, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> they uh, battle of the worst fans. Oh, simmer down now. Most hated fans. I'm talking about Seattle and Philly. Oh, I thought you meant Niners. Like, yeah. no, no, 49ers don't have fans. <laughs> uh, yeah, Philly, Philly, and uh, Seattle. Ooh. Only thing that'd be worse is uh, Green Bay and Seattle. Oh yeah. Oh so, god. Stop. Yeah, we don't need that. Um. So yeah, that's football, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. You're actually going to Seattle to be with your people oh. uh, to watch the Seahawks go on their mega run. They so always I'm really, do. Man. I'm happy for you, man. I'm really happy for you. I actually saw. Unfortunately, in order to beat them, you guys had to. Essentially, cheat and pay the refs off to get a no call on a pass interference. So, um, don't don't get me started on this. Don't get me started. Listen, man, I saw what I saw. Yeah, and the NFL looked at it. I read the all the reports. Mm. They looked at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The reason they didn't do anything mm-hmm. else is mm-hmm. that loser Hollister, who should stay in the mall, mm-hmm. uh, was running. 
and ran right into the linebacker. Mm. And he needs to do something else. You can't just run into him and expect a flag the way it works. No, yeah, I totally get it. And I always, when I see the NFL screw up calls, <laughs> they always come back with a really good explanation. He'd be feeling the same way right now. If it was your team. Listen, dude. But it's called the playoffs, so maybe one day, bro. Okay. <laughs> Last year was so far away. Oh, yeah, how'd that go? Fuck off. <laughs> I hope fucking gold double doing something. Dunk. Feel my pain. Dunk. That was the sound of a double doink. All right. This is devolving <laughs> into... You're going to get me too hot. All right. Um, but like you said, I will be in Washington. Uh, we can definitely expect a show or two while I'm there. Hopefully two. And just break down. I think mostly just be breaking down the playoffs and the national championship game for college football. Yeah, very excited about that stuff. A great time of year for football. The only time, the only thing that sucks is it's almost over. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. All right, so that's our show, everybody. Um, thanks for listening. If you did listen, if you're not listening, then, I mean, I don't even know why I'm talking to you right now, because you're not going to hear it. That's a fact, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Hey, thanks for listening.